You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is September 26, 2017. My name is Phil Prosperike. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. And today, if you do not know already, is the official opening of Orlando Magic Training Camp. We'll have complete coverage of the first day of practice. On tomorrow's episode of Locked On Magic Today, though, is all about media day and the rainbows and puppy dogs and sunshine that comes with it. That's the cynical part of me talking, but it is really refreshing to have the guys back in the building, be back around the Orlando Magic, see them all in their new Nike uniforms, getting ready for the NBA season. It's certainly something that everyone has been looking forward to, and and I have to say, there was a little bit, uh, as I've kind of said about the Magic, it, it, it feels like there's a little bit of cautious optimism about this team and what they can accomplish this year, but it was good to you know just kind of be in the building, and of course, everyone's 0-0, everyone's optimistic this day, uh, but it, the Magic definitely were trying to tamp things down and trying to to be realistic and, and kind of get back to basics, and that's what I want to talk today about today as we dive into into uh, into the beginning of training camp and, and media day as the Orlando Magic gets set for their 2017-18 season. But before we do that, uh, I want to say a couple of quick things. Of course, be sure to check out the Locked On Podcast Network. Like me, there are 29 other Locked On NBA team podcasts discussing their teams in the depth that I do the Orlando Magic. So be sure to check out the other great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network. You can do that on iTunes and Audioboom. And of course, check out Locked On NBA. David Locke does a great job covering the NBA on the Locked On NBA podcast. Uh, get some good guests to talk about national NBA issues. I believe there's a new episode up breaking down the Carmelo Anthony trade from all angles. So if you don't get enough of it from Locked On Knicks as well as Locked On Thunder, Locked On NBA is also a good spot. Again, that's iTunes and Audioboom. I also want to say a quick word from our pals over at SeatGeek. Buying tickets to sports and concerts can be complicated, but there's a better, simpler way to buy with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is the smartest, easiest way to get tickets to live events. With SeatGeek's seamless mobile experience, you can buy and sell tickets in just two taps. SeatGeek helps you find the best seats at the best prices, fully guaranteed. There's nothing quite like seeing your favorite team or musician in person, and SeatGeek will get you closer to the action for a great value. I have the SeatGeek app on my phone, and it's by far the easiest way I've found to shop for tickets. I can be anywhere, and with just a few taps, I can instantly find seats. I actually often use SeatGeek to sell tickets. It's not only a great place to buy tickets, it's also a great place to sell tickets as well. Orlando City, if you don't know, has two games coming up this week. They'll play Wednesday. I'm actually going to that one. But they also play Saturday. I will not be at that one. And since I am I have to use my tickets somehow, I don't want to just eat them, I'm going to put them up on SeatGeek. And so you might be sitting in my seats for Saturday's Orlando City game. I believe they're playing FC Dallas. Don't quote me on that. I know they play New England on Wednesday. Uh, But on top of all that, of course, SeatGeek is the place to go as Orlando Magic home games are coming fast. The Magic will play next Thursday, one week from Thursday in their first home preseason game. I believe that's against the Dallas Mavericks. I'm still memorizing the schedule, folks. And then they'll play again next Saturday, if I'm not mistaken against the Miami Heat. So Magic preseason games are coming, and yes, they are just preseason games, but SeatGeek is still the best place to go to get your tickets to the action. And that's because SeatGeek is designed to make your ticket-buying experience easier than ever. 
SeatGeek saves you time and money by searching multiple ticket sites to compare prices and find amazing deals. And to get you the most bang for your buck, SeatGeek grades every ticket based on value to help you immediately identify the best seats that fit your budget. Plus, every purchase is fully guaranteed, so you can shop for tickets on SeatGeek with confidence. Make SeatGeek your go-to app for finding the best deals on every type of ticket, from sports and concerts to comedy and theater. Best of all, my listeners get $20 off their first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code LONBA. That's promo code LONBA for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. When it comes to Orlando Magic, this time last year, everyone was talking about the P word. I'm not talking about Philip. They were talking to me. I was talking to them. But they weren't talking about me. They were talking about the playoffs. I've used this anecdote in a lead God knows how many times throughout the offseason when talking about this upcoming season and the expectations for it. Frank Vogel going to center court during the open practice and asking fans with the team on the floor, are you ready to make the playoffs? That conviction and that belief that the Magic had done enough to push themselves into the postseason was absolute. Up and down the roster, you know, with the pressure that was mounting and the pressure that was built in the front office, the Magic believed they had put together the formula to make the playoffs. Using my best Ron Howard voice, they did not. By now, if you're listening to this podcast, you certainly know The Magic had a 29-win season last year. That was a complete failure. And as the Magic deconstructed that season or reflected back on that season as they prepared for their new one, there was a lot of... It seemed like there was still a little bit of therapy going on over it. Not, you know, real therapy, but you get what I'm saying. The Magic were still trying to figure out exactly what went wrong And how to fix it. Because after all, most of the players that were part of that team are back with the Magic this year. Including the entire starting five. And so figuring out what went wrong was paramount to their success, to their uh, to their potential success this season. When there were people when when Players talked about that season last year at Media Day on Monday. There were a lot of different emotions. You know, Frank Vogel said, it, it, you know, if Damian Rudez observed of, of Frank Vogel, who, who's been his coach for several years now, you could tell it was eating him up. You could tell that, that Vogel was struggling with all the losing and in his role in it. Nikola Vucevic admitted that there was so much pressure to make the playoffs, and, and and say what you want about Vucevic as a player. Nikola Vucevic feels a lot of ownership over this team. He feels that he is part of the team, and, and even Evan Fournier added to this as well. Evan Fournier said he wants to be part of when this Magic team gets over the hump. Nikola Vucevic absolutely wants to be part of this team making the playoffs and getting back to prominence. And so he admitted that the pressures of trying to make the playoffs, of of having all this built up. He let that frustration that they were struggling with it get to him. And it affected his play. 
Bismack Biombo said, and this is almost a word-for-word quote, if you were not frustrated with last season, you don't really love basketball. I mean, Rudez, it's amazing that I'm quoting Damian Rudez so much here, but Rudez even said, there were points last season where the players kind of gave up and gave in. And so these are big, big issues the Magic have yet to resolve. But the one thing that was clear as now they sit at 0-0, now that they look at their roster, you know, adding guys like Jonathan Simmons who are hungry and have had to prove and fight their way into the league, adding veterans like Shelvin Mack, Aaron Aflalo, Maurice Spates, the optimism had returned. But their expectations and how they want to approach them are very different. Among the Magic players, there was no talk about the playoffs. No one was ready to say that we are going to make the playoffs. I mean, other than, you know, Alfred Payton, I think, said at one point, yeah, of course we want to make the playoffs. And everyone didn't avoid that. Of course they want to make the playoffs. They're not trying to lose games here. But they each said the focus isn't on the big goal. It's on the everyday goal of getting better. Day-to-day and game after game is is really the mentality right now. Um, We have to get better each and every game. And after every practice, we have to get better. Uh, That's really how you know, we're going to win. Uh, I mean, if we want to be successful, we have to uh, to create something and, and, and build it from the ground, you know. So so every practice, is, every game is, is, is going to be important man, for us if, if we want to have a good year. So when I say game, game, you know, game after game, it's, yeah. it's really the mentality right now. And that was the notion throughout the roster the entire day. It was not about making the playoffs. I mean, Bismack Biombo, who last year was talking very openly about what it takes to make the playoffs using his experience with the Toronto Raptors uh, as as a guide and saying, you know, these are the little things we have to do to, to, to achieve this grand goal. There was no talk of the grand goal. Biombo said, I, I think he said, um, we've got to focus on winning each game. And the result, if we can do that, the results will take care of themselves. If we do the, make the sacrifices it takes to win. If, if we do all those little things that at times last year the Magic didn't do, we will win more games and the results will take care of themselves. Biombo even said it's not important to focus on achieving a number, on being a 500 team, for instance. What's important is getting better every day and winning the game that's in front of you or or doing the best you can or doing the winning things in the game in front of you. It sounds cliche, and it is. This feels like coach speak to the highest order. It feels like kind of, you know, media talk. It sounds like the right thing to say. You're, You're kind of managing and tempering expectations. And I've certainly done plenty of that on this show the last two years, frankly. But there is a little bit of truth to this, that that's what the Magic need to focus on. Because obviously looking at the big picture, last year put too much pressure on them. And and that pressure was real, because obviously the Magic failed to make the playoffs, Rob Hennigan was fired. So 
That was definitely part of it. But so too was the necessity to go through the process. And this isn't a Philadelphia 76ers thing. It's it's very much a thing that a lot of the successful teams in the NBA think about. Process over results. If you do the right things each day, get better each day, play, make those winning plays, so on and so forth. If you do the right things each day, the result will come. The result will take care of itself. Even if the process doesn't deliver a win in that one game, that one game will be one game out of five or one game out of eight or whatever the number is. Because you do the right things. You trust what the coach is telling you. You trust what you know works. That will get you eventually where you want to go. Absolutely. It's great to hear. And that's going to be my message with our guys is that we can't focus on you know the end result. We have to focus on the process and the task at hand. You know, and uh, that's how you achieve the results. So uh, definitely focus on that. How the Magic are actually going to go about doing that is something that Frank Vogel had to spend a lot of this offseason trying to figure out. It's very clear to everyone who watched the Magic all of last season that the Magic looked better and played better after the All-Star break. And it stands to reason then that that is how the Magic are going to, going to play. Vogel talked often throughout his, his media availability during media day that he wanted to modernize the Magic a little bit. The, the the way that the Magic played at the beginning of last year fit the roster they had. It stopped working. They couldn't get it back under control. Uh, and obviously the team fell apart. When the Magic switched to, to Aaron Gordon at the four, playing Terrence Ross, shooting, getting, you know, getting out in transition a lot more, uh, things changed dramatically for the Magic in, in their estimation. And so they believe that that is a path forward for them. That that is a way that they can play. And... That's how the Magic plan to play. Uh, A big question mark of all that is the defense, as the Magic's defense struggled mightily after the All-Star break, uh, even as the starters played well and and the Magic started scoring. But everyone, again, seemed to recognize and agree that this is the way the Magic need to play, that this is the modern way of playing basketball, and the Magic need to embrace that. The other thing the Magic needed to do, of course, was improve their bench, and uh, bringing in guys like Jonathan Simmons, like Aaron Aflalo, like Maurice Spates, like Shelvin Mack, is meant to bolster the bench and provide a new layer of competition to this team. It's meant, in, in a lot of ways, to make to, to, to make the starters sweat a little bit uh, and, and to provide the team with a solid backstop uh, to, to support their better players. So it's still a team that's going to be a little bit laissez-faire. They're gonna have, they're not gonna have a guy who can drop twenty a night. That's not who this team, or at least it doesn't seem like that's who this team is right now. They're gonna need a different guy to step up each night. They're gonna need to be able to share the ball, move the ball, to create some space. And of course, that means that there is a very small margin of error for the Magic to succeed. It, it, it's definitely a season where, that that has a little bit of caution to it, that has a little bit of of that element to it, just like last year. The offense was very good at the end of last season, the start from the starters especially, but no one's quite certain whether that can be sustained. And so, 
if the Magic are unwilling to talk about the playoffs, even in this Eastern Conference, it's because they've been hurt before. They've seen how much it hurts, how much it can hurt. At the same time, though, there is that optimism. There is that belief that everyone who struggled last year can get themselves back to where they know they can play and that everyone can take that important step forward internally as well as adding in some new elements, some new players, even a new attitude. I mean, everyone raved about Jonathan Simmons and the kind of intensity he can bring. There is that new element that the Magic can can bring if they all take the step forward and they all buy in quickly. Yeah, I mean, every every season is a new season. I think that, you know, guys have improved over the summer. We we brought in some... uh, some good veterans, some guys that played for some, you know, for a long time in the NBA that played some, good, some for good teams, good coaches. So they'll bring us a lot of experience. But I think the young guys that you know were here the past couple of seasons have improved. So but there's always positive things to look forward to. And like I said, I don't want to you know, look on the negative things, on the things that we need to, on the things that you no know, we could have or you know we should have. I'm, I'm going to look forward to the things that we have here and how we can make those things work and how we can make it all better, you know, and uh, so that's that's what I'm going to try to focus on. Cautious optimism indeed. That is how I would describe the mood uh, from from my perspective about the Orlando Magic, and that's how I would describe the mood at Media Day as this team is hopeful. They believe in, in, in what they can accomplish, but they're not ready to put a name on it yet. They're not ready to put kind of a, a, a label or a goal on it yet. From the macro perspective, as I have said numerous times, it really feels like it is a no-lose season for the Orlando Magic. It's an opportunity to begin resetting some things. New management has the opportunity and has the ability to evaluate what they have on the roster. Jeff Weltman said that he still doesn't have a great feel for, for the team because he hasn't seen them on the court yet. And he leaned heavily on Frank Vogel and his coaching staff and their recommendations uh, and and their uh, insight into this team. Slowly but surely, the Magic will gain that information. Slowly but surely, the Magic will begin to learn exactly what fits and what doesn't anymore and make some decisions about how to move forward. As As I noted on yesterday's podcast, to me, the goal of the season is to find a way forward. But for President of Basketball Operations, Jeff Weltman, the goal is very much in line with the goal the Magic have for themselves, to get better every day. And Weltman's responsibility from the offseason as well as now, he said, is to put the Magic in a position to succeed, to give the players on the roster their best chance at success. That's, again, it sound, it's, a, it's kind of a cliche. It sounds like it's a cliche. Uh, and so it gives, it essentially is saying, you know, my job is to get the most out of these players. And that's what the Magic hope can happen this season. I think the goal is to put our guys in a position to succeed. And I don't feel that you can ever go wrong by adding character and shooting and, and veteran uh, experience. So we're trying to add 
the best players and the best people that we can and then evaluate and see how it looks. Uh, I think that you know it's important for us to get to know our players, both the ones that we've brought in this summer, but, but even the ones that, that we inherited. And it's very important to see how they work together. So uh, putting them in the best situation to show what they can do, I think, is priority one for us. Again, the goal sounds really simple. It sounds easy. Play hard, do the best you can, try to win every game. Put guys in the best spots available. Of course, the simplest goals are often the most difficult to achieve. And this goal that the Magic have, these expectations that the Magic have, are very simple. And and not necessarily win-based, or not necessarily based off of some metric. As some prognosticators have pointed out, the Magic are a better team. They may still only win 29 games. And so, the Magic are then putting how they measure themselves against something else. Not against external expectations or external pressures, but internally. On how they believe they're doing. Or not necessarily how they believe they're doing, but internally on each other, on accountability to each other. To help each other climb that mountain, to get better every day. And by going through that process, the results will come out how they come out. Of course, basketball is a zero-sum game. There are no ties. There is no splitting of the pie. Every night the Magic go out there to play a game, there will be a winner and there will be a loser. And if you win more games than you lose, you make the playoffs. If you lose more games than you win, more likely than not, you're headed to the lottery. And... As the season develops, I'm sure this nice notion of doing everything you can to win every game in front of you will disappear. Because that zero-sum game that is basketball, it's going to matter. And the Magic will have to reckon with that number attached to them in the win column. I don't think anyone is avoiding that. They're just postponing it a little bit or not putting the focus on that quite yet. Right now, the focus is on them coming together as a team. And there is reason to believe that this group can find a way to do so. It's still a long season. There's still training camp to go where the Magic will surely fine-tune their defensive rotations as well as implement their offense. There's a preseason and then there is the long slog of an 82-game season. We do not yet know if Aaron Gordon will take that leap that we've been waiting on. We don't know yet if Alfred Payton can be a triple-double machine like he was at the end of last season. Or if, Alfred, or if Evan Fournier can return to his efficient level. Or Terrence Ross can be the consistent offensive scoring punch the Magic need. Or if Nikola Vucevic can get back into the post and be, continue his defensive surge. No pun intended. 
We don't know if this bench works. If Jonathan Simmons is a sixth man, borderline starter, or just a really good role player who knows how to defend. These are the questions, among the many questions, the Magic will be looking at answering throughout the preseason and throughout the whole season entirely. For now, at Media Day, when optimism is at its highest around the league, the Magic will say this. Don't put that label on us yet. Let us develop on our own time, and we will promise you that we will work hard and do our best to get better every single day. And that, that is the standard we're going to hold the Magic to. That's the message they're trying to put out to their fans on this media day. And now it's time to get to work. We'll try and make tomorrow's podcast better than it was today. You can, of course, subscribe to the Locked On Magic podcast on iTunes, Audiboom, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places that you download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can, of course, follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Magic as well as like us on Facebook at Locked On Magic. You can follow me on Twitter at OMD. And, of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, including a look at Jonathan Isaac's first practice coming up tomorrow, as well as a recap and and some analysis from the first Orlando Magic practice of the season, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. You can also follow the the blog on Twitter at omagicdaily, as well as like us on Facebook at orlandomagicdaily. That's going to do it for me today. I'll be back again tomorrow with a recap of the Magic's first practice as training camp is here, and we are set to go for another Orlando Magic season. So buckle up and get ready because it's going to come fast. Preseason games start Tuesday. Let's get through training camp first, though. But for now, for Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossman-Reich. I'll see you all again tomorrow on another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.